Hi there, this is Jim the Keys, bartender. We're coming down. We're in Key West for our first Key West show. I'm here with Jim Martin at Key West Smugglers Whiskey Tasting Room. Say hi, Jim. Hey, how's it going? And we're here with the bartender here, Will. Say hi, Will. Here, I'm going to hold it. Hey, how you doing, guys? Okay. Um, a couple weeks ago, we're going to go to a little background uh, before we try... You know, I'm so distracted right now because I'm looking at your vodka. Nice. You know, you might as well, it might as well be in a strip club and there's a, a girl dancing, a Venezuelan girl. Exactly. I'm just going to, this is what I have in my eyes. Uh, and, and she's dancing there and I'll be distracted and stuff like that. I guess since it's vodka, she'd be Polish or Russian. Oh, Polish or Russian girl and stuff like that. <laughs> right. I'm married to uh, oh, my, okay. my wife's uh, a nice. Polish girl. So, so um, we got together and we started talking and I... I um, I want to rehash that a little. We, it was funny. I put out some feelers to Key West, and I got contacted from one of the bars here. And you have to worry about this stuff because this this oh, is yeah. just all the ambience and stuff like that. Anything that goes on out here is not too bad. It's no not worries. Yeah, we're, we're right on the street. Yeah, it's great to have. We're right on the street. We're right off the Val, about a block and a half. And uh, this is the tasting room for uh, Key West Smuggler Company. And... Jim and I got together. We, when I put out those feelers and you contacted me and I called back, I was very excited about it to understand that they had a bourbon whiskey down here, right. which I'm a bourbon guy. Did you know I was a bourbon guy? I didn't. I mean, I'm a, that's, I'm a bourbon guy. That's amazing. I'm the, bur- I'm the bourbon well, guy. Which is, I'm sure you're just as surprised as a lot of people would be is that there would be a bourbon whiskey in the tropical climate. I'm not surprised. By anything, I, I did my research on it, and the way bourbon came about, it's a southern liqueur, and some people, if I, I looked in the history of it, right. and some of it uh, was kind of like an alternative to cognac, some people say, uh, you know, sour mash and, and corn and all that stuff, so I, I understand that bourbon could be made other places. I'm not a, uh, what would you call that? That kind of person that is always snob about it. A snob about it. It's my snobbish is that it's it's good, right? And uh, we had a wonderful discussion, and uh, I'm going to go over history uh, here, and I want to talk about the the thing that surprised me most first. Um, after we spoke, and we're going to talk about the things we spoke about about your history and the history of your family and how you got into it. But I went immediately to Trade Winds Plaza in Key Largo to uh, the liquor store there, that carriers uh, Key West Smuggler Trade uh, Bourbon Winds Whiskey. Liquor. Yeah, Trade Winds Liquor. And I got a bottle and I brought it home. And I was, I was going, oh my God! It's like, okay, this is this is a metaphor. It's like seeing a beautiful woman. And you're going out on a date, and you don't want her to be a bitch. Right. Right? <laughs> this was, I didn't want to, and, and I go like this, and oh my God, I drink, so listeners, I drink my bourbon neat. This is a reminder, neat is room temperature, straight up, no ice, no mixer. And it is delicious. It is smooth. The undertones and overtones, whatever you want to call it, I'm not a snob, is very smooth. It's not smooth enough that we call it like a liqueur. It's still a bourbon. It still has the bite, but it doesn't have a severe bur- bite. And I can handle bite. It didn't even have that. And I was just like, wow, this is really good. I felt I, I felt a really high quality bourbon. I was really happy and I was really excited. It's like I'm saying, oh, now I can bring this girl home to meet my mom and dad. Right. She's not a bitch. She's not a bitch. <laughs> She's a nice girl. She's not a slut. So let's get a history of you. Uh, now, what gave you the idea, 
You are you a Key West guy? Uh, yeah, well, I've been coming down here for 19 years, and um, I'll tell you the the thing. Let me try. Can we try? You know what? Yeah, yeah, the best me, way to talk about it is probably with a little. Talk about it right there. Yeah, with a little sip of that. Sitting in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that that is beautiful color too. So it has while everything. you're drinking that, I'll I'll give you a little background mm-hmm. of um, not. I'll, I won't go into the family history yet, but I'll start as as what my vision mm-hmm. was for it. Yes, my, I have a 136 year heritage of making whiskey in my family in Kentucky, and I wanted to bring. And I've been coming down to Key West for 19 years since 2000. So I've been coming down here for years, and I wanted to bring my heritage, bourbon whiskey, to the southernmost city in the United States. But to uh, talk a little bit about how bourbon is made, uh, it, it, this is not the climate to make bourbon in. You need cold winters and hot summers, yes. because that's what opens the wood up and bring, draws the whiskey in and out of the barrel. And that's where but the luckily, color. with climate control... Uh, well, you don't see that when you when the barrels are in a rickhouse, yeah. it's open to the elements. You don't, oh, yeah. you don't climate control okay. alcohol aging. Okay, so that's why they do rums down here because rums don't require as intensified aging. So process. how do you get around that? Um, well, it's because rum doesn't need it. That's why. No, I meant for bourbon. Oh, what do you mean? Well, that's why you make it in Kentucky. So the bourbon's made in Kentucky, uh-huh. uh, and but I wanted to bring it to Key West as far as like from a drinkability standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to bring a heavy basil, Hayden, four roses type of yeah. a whiskey down here because no one's going to drink it in the summertime. And everybody down here, you know, I compete with rum distilleries. People want to have a, an umbrella on their drink. They want a tropical drink, you know, those kind of things. So when I was looking at the business model, I knew that I had to make a lighter, sweeter, fruitier bourbon. And one of the main things about it, it needed to be able to mix into fruit drinks. Yes. And which is you would never take a four roses and dump pineapple juice in it. You know, no. that, I think uh, you know, that would probably, that's against the state law or something. Uh, so <laughs> Sacrilege. I found, so I found this, it took me seven years, and I ran across this uh, aging process called TerraPure. And it's by the Terracentia Corporation. So there is an inventor, his name is O.Z. Tyler, and he invented indoor-outdoor carpeting, the washable wallpaper, and, uh, you know, that green carpeting, and uh, the lining that goes... AstroTurf, you know? Yes. Well, it's, uh, yeah, the, the green indoor-outdoor carpeting you go buy anywhere. And the, um, the lining that goes into a soda can that allows you to put soda in aluminum without oxidizing the aluminum. You okay. Can't, you can't put soda directly into an aluminum can. So uh, he drank 12-year-old scotch. Mm-hmm. And as an inventor, uh, he, he kept thinking there's got to be a better way to age alcohol than waiting. Right? So... Um, the last thing he invented before I mean, he oxidation died. is a chemical process. So you could, um, what, what do they call that, a catalyst? Something that would speed things up. Right. Speed that up so you don't need well, time yeah, to do that. Yeah, about the time, it's, it's, the, it's the barometric pressure change and mm-hmm. it's the, the, the seasonal change. And that's why the Midwest is one of the reasons the Midwest is the best place because we have the largest degree of temperature shift in the seasons mm-hmm. from winter to summer. Okay. So that's, that's what... Opens the wood up and closes the wood, effectively drawing the whiskey in and pushing the whiskey out. It's a mechanical process. Through that, so through, through the, tr- um, the temperature, barometric. Through those, yeah, yeah, but through those charcoal, uh, yeah, uh, the inside kegs. of the barrel, the charcoal barrel. So kind also, of a filtration system, it's, it's right? It's even, if you think about it this way, you can mechanically do it. So if you just took a whiskey barrel and shook mm-hmm. it for a year, put it on some sort of platform, mm-hmm. be able to shake it, it has the, virtually the same effect. I don't know if you've heard of Jefferson's Ocean Whiskey. I heard of Jefferson's. I, I don't know it's Jefferson's, Jefferson's Ocean. Ocean. Jefferson's uh, that's Ocean? That's actually the name of it. So people think, because it's, it's on a cargo ship, so they put whiskey barrels on a cargo ship, 
And people think it's the oceanic pressures or whatever, but it, it actually is not. It has nothing to do with the, the motion of the it's ocean. The motion of the ocean, just like sex. It's, yes, it's so it's basically. What's it the size of the ship? It's the motion of the, the ocean. motion of the ocean, right? So, well, you know what so I'm they, talking so about. They put these uh, whiskey barrels on a, a cargo ship that does transatlantic voyages. Yeah. So it's just the raking, the, the you know the the shaking and the rocking and all that. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the temperature or any anything else. Mm-hmm. It's literally a mechanical process. So anyway, so the terrapier process uses low-frequency acoustic energy or subwoofer frequencies to simulate the changing of the seasons, forcing the whiskey in and out of barrel staves. You use a, a sound, acoustic, acoustic sound? sound. It's, to, a, it's a patented process. Wow. So they own the process, and I license the process from them, and it's made in my hometown in Owensboro, Kentucky. It's kind of like an ambient noise or something uh, like that? Or is it low-frequency subwoofer low frequency. frequency. Ooch, ooch, ooch. You know, it, it's a... Uh, oh, like a nightclub. Yes, like, like a, a nightclub. Uh, like a... Uh, yeah. uh, um, Oh God! Oh, we're like a rave, correct yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, but it's low frequency. So the uh, uh-huh. uh, and it, it is a patented process. Obviously, I license the process. So I we I age the whiskey in a. So barrel. this is your process. No, I license the process. Okay, okay, you license it. Yes. Okay, you license it. So you, you pay can't for buy it. it. It doesn't. It, they own it. Okay. So, uh, but so we I age the whiskey in a barrel for one year and one day to make it a bourbon. And then we dump it into the terrapure process, mm-hmm. and then it runs in the terrapure process. One hour, or one hours. day. You have to have it in one. It's one day, uh, one, one, one year, year one, one day. day. Right. That's is a requirement. That's yeah. a re- what's, it's supposed to be one year, but for tax reasons in Kentucky, one year and one day is what everybody ages. So then you take it and dump it into the, the terrapure process, and it runs for 10 hours, mm-hmm. and it ages at an equivalent of three more years in 10 hours. Wow. So I get a four-year equivalently aged whiskey in one year and two days. Wow. Yeah, Imagine so, you could do that with girls. Process. And also you the, find a 17-year-old girl, and you so can just age her, just up, age to, her, yeah. age her up to age 25 her and stuff like that. Be like, step well, into you this you hear this? No. Step into this booth. And paint. We'll, we'll, age, we'll age you three more Age, years age someone <laughs> without going through all that horrible thing. So, so one of the right. things also, too, that it does is mm-hmm. that because it doesn't sit in a barrel for the four years, yes. it reduces the congeners, which are what cause hangovers, by 70%. Congeners. Now, this is something new. I don't... Do you know what I, I admit when I don't know what is a what is a congener? Impurities, impurities, so that's, and that's, that's the thing that's, that gets that's into what gives, gives you a, a hangover. So, and you have to people don't realize that if if you drink pure grain alcohol or you drank a, a moonshine, for mm-hmm. example, right, which is what my family made was moonshine. The purer grain the alcohol is, the less of a hangover you're going to have, unless you just overconsume the ethanol. Okay, you say you the say congeners it. cause it, but what process causes? Is it a constriction of your your blood vessels in your brain is it is it the, the, dehydration? They're literally it, poisons. So, poisons. So when you when you through the distillation process, there's uh, what what's coming off the still. There there's what's called the head, the body, and the tails. Mm-hmm. Does it so? It doesn't matter if you're drinking beer, wine, whiskey, Irish whiskey. Uh, doesn't matter what kind of drink you drink. It's the ethanol that gets you drunk. Okay. So it doesn't, you're just drinking, and then the rest of it's flavoring. So it's like, how do you like your ethanol flavored? Yes. Right? So if you think of it that way, then everything else is an impurity. Everything so added, all the taste, all the, all the, all the taste, essences, and everything in there. So, so when you distill alcohol, what comes off, the, off of it first, they're all alcohols, but there's mm-hmm. a, like 350 different kinds of alcohols that come off of a still. The, the heads that come off first are, are the poisonous. They're, they're isopropyl alcohols and those kind of things. And those are pulled off. And then sold to industry. So all the isopropyl rubbing alcohol you have in your cabinet come from a distillation process. It's a byproduct of making uh, liquor. Oh, so every t- oh, you know what? I uh, I know you may be 
um, maybe a misnomer when you hear that I'm calling myself the keys bartender. That I know a lot about that. I know how to bartend. Yeah, well, I know how to talk to people. Than distilling, D- distilling. Yeah, <laughs> I do not. I realize I do not. Uh, I realize I do not know a lot. Yeah. Uh, about that. It's a very scientific process. So, okay, we're into that process. We, we kind of know how you do that and how, how you introduce it. Like, so you're, you're, you did all this. Now you brought it to here. Yeah, just let me tell you how I got it yeah. to here. So, so the, using the Terrapier process, as you were saying, this doesn't have that, uh, that taste you were expecting. Yeah. It's lighter. It's fruitier, actually. Mm-hmm. has a little butterscotch at the end of it. And so you can take my whiskey and substitute it in any rum concoction. So you could take a rum runner, a mind eraser, any kind of rum drink that you would drink with an umbrella in it down in Key West and directly substitute my whiskey. So it actually the, tastes better than any rum I've so, ever tasted. Exactly. So the, my, the business model for this and the beauty of it is that people come down here and they go down and they, hey, give me a rum runner. Well, they don't realize that they're, they're not getting Papa's Pilar rum in a rum mm-hmm. runner they order from the bar. They're going to get the well, the yeah. well crap that's all, mm-hmm. it's just trash. And that they're going to have bad hangovers, you know, and it's just, it's just a crappy drink. Well, my product uh, cost puts it right in a, in a spot where most bars around town, you can say, give me a rum runner, but substitute the smuggler's whiskey instead of the rum. And it's this, either the same price or a dollar markup. But you're, then you're drinking a high-quality whiskey that won't give you a hangover. And it, then you got, you're drinking, you could drink all night mm-hmm. and not have to worry about the next morning. I'm going to venture a guess because I, I've, I've always liked old fashions that I would put even less sugar in it. Right. And it's that would sweet. be like such an excellent, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I only drink it neat, but if you drink old fashions, yeah. Key West smugglers would be great in an old fashioned, right. if, if or a Manhattan. Right. Uh, and would I say it always with Manhattan and martini, the worst part of a martini is the vermouth. Right. When you come in there. So you brought it here. So ha- that was back in? Uh, so this was right after Irma. Right after Irma? Yeah. yeah. It was supposed to launch before Irma, but uh, Irma happened and delayed the launch. There was nobody in Key West. There was nobody in the Keys. Yes. <laughs> so we had no clients. Yes. Um, so that, that was the issue with that. So technically, it was around uh, middle of December. Uh, okay. Right after Irma. Well, you know, we're going to work uh, somewhat backwards because I want to find out the history of your family, too. So we have some time. We're going we're gonna to finish up the first half of the show talking about what is around us here gotcha. and what I'm looking at here. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have to take some pictures and we're going to take it because what I see is a vintage type of bar, uh, kind of like I, I would imagine, um, I'm a student of history, what I would see in the late 1800s, early 1900s in Kentucky, something like that, with the Key West feel being with the wide open doors here and seeing this here. It's a beautiful bar in here. And the goal was to make it, you know, this this is the smuggler company, right? So we want to look like it was just stuff cobbled together from an old warehouse. Yeah. And And then let's give me, let me give it, throw it in here so we can do it the first time. This is at 627 Eaton Street in Key West. And it's just blocks off Duval. Two blocks. Blocks. Oh, two blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Two blocks from Duval Street. Yeah, less than two blocks. Less than two blocks because that's the corner up there. So I would even say it's a stumbling distance for you. Exactly. And you come here and uh, this is a a tasting room, but you also have, you know, you got all your shots and all your stuff here. Uh, You got your beautiful gear here. You got to, if you like bourbon, you got to come down here and try it out. And the tastings are free. 
The tastings are free. We don't sell them here because of our licensing. You only come here and sample the product for free, and then you go buy it. Folks, how many times do you ever hear this when you come into a tourist area that something is free? free. And then there is a – we did do a show about the guys with the soaps on Duval Street. You heard about the soap guys? No, I hadn't heard about that. There is excellent blues music here. I was just informed by our bartender. The best blues in town. What what nights are your blues in? Uh, Uh, now that's not live blues. Don't want to get get confused, anyone. <laughs> they go around. They go together because people associate well, now the history of it. And we got a couple minutes before we take our uh, the halfway break. Uh, there was an, uh, it seems to be muddled that the history of bourbon, where it came from, and some people associate with the bourbon dynasty. You don't have to worry about that with the uh, with the phone. Like there could be a, a, a ambulance going by, it won't affect it. But the bourbon dynasty in France, but there's some French influence. The French were in a, they did occupy the middle part of the continent. Uh, until the Louisiana Purchase. And then there was a lot of Scotch-Irish that came in here, and they said it was a Scotch influence because they bring Scotch, and then they use the sour mash. And there's a, a lot, there's no settled uh, history for bourbon. But what you do have is you do have a level of quality, and people know it. it, it um, there's a, um, a famous Supreme Court justice that said uh, something about and I'm not making it dirty for a purpose, but porn, he was asked to define porn. He says, I can't define porn, but you show me, and I'll tell you what it is. I can see what it is, and I'll tell you what bourbon, bourbon, uh, you, you, there are basic benchmarks, which you have the corn mash and, and, the, and the charcoal uh, cask and all that stuff, but when you taste it, if you're a bourbon drinker, you know what's a bourbon and what it ain't. Right. And Key West Smuggler is a, a, a bourbon of a, a finest quality. And then you can find it here in the Keys. When you're down here, it's an excellent time to come in in the middle of the day. You come, come here. It starts, what are the hours 3 here? o'clock, 3 to 9 p.m. Thursday through Sunday. Of course, now we're coming into season, so it'll be every day except Monday, 3 to 9. When, when do you start doing that? Like, uh, there'll be a second week of October. So starting Second week of October, they're going to do every... Right before Fantasy Fest. Right before. Uh, you you got to make your way up here. It's right there. You know, you might as well come and try it. Um, this is a great thing to bring back from Key West if you need to. And then you can share it with your friends. And then maybe you can share it with actually th- your local liquor stores. Yes. Yes. Because you are nationally distributed now, Correct. right? Yep. Oh, that's great. So 27 states now. 27 states? Yep. I've been in 27 states, but it's not physically geography 27 states. It's states of inebriation and being high. Uh, so... Right now, we're going to take a brief break. I'm going to uh, thank Jim and Will. We're going to take a brief break, and we're going to come right back in the second half of the show. And we're going to go over. Uh, we've got to talk about your family. Yes. And talk about you personally. And limestone water. Uh, limestone water. Exactly. Oh, does that go into the process, too? Yeah, that's, uh, that's what in Kentucky. Hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah for sure. While we're here, we can actually go over a little. Let's So we don't forget. Next month, is it? You have a big, or is it next week? You're doing a big uh, unveiling of another product. Yes, so it's it's going to be in November. We're unveiling the vodka product, which also uses the Terrapier process to to clean it up. It's it's so smooth, it tastes like water. It can get you in trouble. 
Okay, well, you know what? We always tell people to be responsible while drinking, but hey, I'm the keys bartender. I was in. The, uh, You're not driving. I was in. I'm not driving. Matter of fact, when I came down here, uh, Jim kindly uh, set me up with a, a local innkeeper down here, and I am uh, Southwinds taxiing. Hotel. Yes, Southwinds Hotel, and I'm uh, and I'm with a local taxi company. But we're gonna. I'm gonna take a sip of this right now. Let's see. Now, are you a vodka guy? I've uh, well, my. I am I am involved with a woman who's Polish, and so you know what they are. You know what Polish tastes like, man. It's vodka, <laughs> and I went to a wedding this uh, summer. Uh-huh. The the In wedding, Poland? yeah, yeah. My 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 wife's uh, nephew's wedding. It started at three thirty p.m. and ended at six a.m. Well, actually, it ended it for me at six a.m. For you, when, when I <laughs> when I came out of there, and it was I mean, I I, I drank vodka. I, I drank a little of their beer, but I mainly drank vodka, and most of it was the it's way. A long time they, to drink vodka. It is a long time to drink vodka, and luckily, I, I guess I, I I was surprised so, so my this resilience. This is a Polish potato vodka. Whoa. Holy shit. I just took a sip of it, folks. I'm sorry there wasn't a thing. I'm going to... This is dangerous. This is... Dangerous. I, I... I could taste that it's alcohol. There's no burn. And you're drinking it hot and straight. Hot and straight. And neat uh, vodka... I mean, if I was, I mean, obviously I can drink, I can drink some pretty harsh uh, alcohol. That, then that, that is literally out of the test batch. So this is the only quantity we have of it right now until it comes out in November. Oh my gosh, that is the this delicious is vodka. That is a delicious vodka. I think it's going to be a big hit. We're going to be back in a couple minutes. If you want to get your information about the Florida Keys straight from the locals who live here and the ones who love it here, we've got you covered. Visit 43keys.com as your source for everything Florida Keys. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll always be up to date on all the Keysy stuff that's going on down here. Go to 43keys.com. That's the number four, the number three, keys.com and sign up today. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. We're back. I'm here, back here with Jim Martin from the Key West Smuggler Bourbon Whiskey Company here. Or company. Do you like that? I saw the two things. I see Key West Smuggler Bourbon Whiskey and Key West Bourbon Whiskey, uh, Key West Smuggler Company. It's the, West, the Key West Smuggler Company. And then, um, so it's Key West Smuggler Company whiskey, and Bourbon Whiskey, vodka, gin. Got eventually, it. we're going to have a gin, a, a rum, you know, the whole, the whole nine. Good luck with me. I got, I'm dyslexic, man. Yeah, I'm, back, I'm ass backwards. Uh, so before we left, I, uh, one thing I want to mention, because your bartender mentioned this about the feel, and I didn't see the pirate over here in the corner <laughs> you hanging. missed an entire pirate. I missed a pirate hanging, a life-size pirate, um, a six-foot two pirate on a rope. Uh, hanging from the corner here, uh, the buoy balls and things that definitely give it more of a Key West feel. But there's a lot of Texas. He mentioned there was Texas. And then we got the Kentucky thing. And the bar itself is from a swim platform that came off in Irma from a boat. Oh, really? Yeah. An old boat, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm going to try some of this again. So right before we left, you mentioned to me Key Lime Water. Uh, key Lime. Keystone. Key. Key. 
Limestone water. Key, limestone. Yeah, yeah. So, so key real, lime. I'm in freaking. So real the authentic bourbon. Gotta remember, whiskey, I'm drinking your bourbon. Real authentic Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the, the the Commonwealth of Kentucky sits on a limestone yeah. outcropping, a huge uh, three and a half mile thick slab of limestone. So limestone naturally filters out ca- calcium and magnesium and iron. Mm-hmm. So it makes it perfect for using to to make uh, alcohol. So just the water right out of the ground is already naturally filtered and it removes those elements. So if, if you distill alcohol mm-hmm. with water that has iron in it, it will turn black when you age it. Oh, really? Yeah. So you ha- you can't have iron in water. And so, but now they're now they're coming out with black black whiskeys and things like that. It's because they're using. In case water. that works, that's really good with rum they're too. If you had a dark wire, rum, using, rum, yeah, water that has iron in it. Is that dark rum too? Is that why? Uh, no, no, dark dark rum is just the the, the you know. How, that's the aged, oh, okay. either aged or unaged, and how long oh. they age it, and if they use molasses or not. You know, there's a bunch of different things that go into that. But no, it's the the water okay. uh, is naturally suited for making whiskey right out of the ground. Okay. You don't have to do anything to it. So all the moonshiners up in the hills, all the water is coming out of out of the ground in the streams and all that is. You don't have to do anything to it. You make whiskey right out of it. Wow. Hey, you ever seen the movie Deliverance? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You didn't have any relatives like that, did you? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, probably so. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not saying that because the last episode I did one thing, one of the lines was, boy, you got a pretty mouth. Um, you, you were telling me the history of your family. You were doing it for how many years? 136 years. 136 years. 1883. It goes back farther than that, but they perfected the recipe for the moonshine in 1883, and that was the, the same recipe that we use today um, in the illegal aspects of it. So I want to want to clarify something. My family's made illegal whiskey. Yeah. Until I'm the first one in our family to make it legally. Well, you, so, I mean, nothing to be embarrassed about it because the Kennedy, the Kennedy the Kennedy family I'm was writing a the book Kennedy about family it. was actually involved in in uh, a bootlegging yeah. uh, years ago too and they they're considered that way. So I I mean, I don't I don't view that as something like that. The the weird thing about it is with the um Obviously, when we had uh, prohibition and things like that, it, you know, bourbon had to go through. Uh, I, I, at the time, it was 1919, right after World War One, and women got the right to vote. And the first thing they did was like, fuck, booze. "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> well, you know what? They weren't allowed to go to bars. Right? They weren't allowed to bars. They weren't allowed to go to bars. Go to bars. They wouldn't let me. If you let them go to bars, if you let them drink a little, guys, it wouldn't have been bourbon. I mean, now women go boring. Tell tell me, the bars would have been without the girls. Well, they had certain girls there. (laughs) They had saloon uh, girls there. (laughs) They did. They had saloon girls there, but guys didn't want their wives and their girlfriends there. Right. So, I mean, I guess no way to get busted if they can't get in. Technology ruined that, right? Cell right. phones and stuff like that. Yeah. There's no way. Everything is recorded now. So uh, let's hear about your family. So you're from Kentucky. Your family's yes, from Kentucky. Born and raised there. We're all from what we, part of Kentucky? We're originally from Sussex, England. So we came from Sussex, England, through New York City. Martin's kind of Scotch-Irish, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I haven't really searched it back that far. But I know we're, we're direct, directly descended from Sussex, England. Um, uh, five generations ago, we came through New York City. Uh, my Great, 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 great grandfather at the time uh, was you. traveling through Kentucky and fell in love with a Kentucky lady, uh-huh. and uh, that's what started the whole thing. And she, wow. she was already making moonshine that, that was handed down to her. Yeah. So he stayed in Kentucky, and then and then we're now uh, four generations of Kentuckians. We're all uh, Kentucky colonels. Uh, interesting fact: in 1881, 
my uh, grandfather uh, was commissioned a Kentucky colonel by John Y. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, John Y. Brown, uh, who was the governor of Kentucky at the time, yeah. which is, uh, for those who don't know, is the highest honor that the governor of Kentucky can yes. bestow upon anyone. And back in the day... It's like a knighthood. Back in the day, that was the actual guard that, that was the private guard of the governor. Yeah. Uh, so he could call up when there were the militia was called in or whatever, where the Kentucky colonels would go guard the governor himself. That was mm-hmm. the private guard, which now is more of an honorary position as opposed to... Which he probably had position. to do when Prohibition passed. They yeah. had to and guard the governor because K- everyone Kentucky, got pissed off. <laughs> uh, our Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel Sanders was never in the military. He's a Kentucky colonel, yeah. you say. Uh, well, he makes delicious chicken, right. too. Oh, so anyway, the caveat <laughs> on that is that, that my... my my dad and my grandfather were commissioned Kentucky colonels in 1977 yeah. by John Y. Brown Jr., who was the governor of the Kentucky at the time. Oh, okay. And then in 1992, I was commissioned a Kentucky colonel by Brereton Jones. Who was okay. The at the time. So well, the reason, then the reason my forefathers did that was because because we were in an illegal business. He wanted to justify our existence to say, well, how? Because when you're a Kentucky colonel, you can legally use the word honorable in front of your name. So he called himself the Honorable, you know, all the time. So he was like, how can I be doing anything illegal if I actually have the highest honor that you can get in the entire state? Well, then I'm honorable. Every every <laughs> monarch in Europe and uh, family in the United States has that thing going for them. Right. Where they go and say, <laughs> it's no dishonor. You were just earning a living right. and you're doing what you love. And, and then obviously you perfected. You perfected it with, uh, and I'm looking at it right here with this beautiful thing. And I noticed the writing on the back. I yes. want you to read that too, yeah, off yeah, the so back. This, and the, the, the saying, of course, the, the, it says one human family on the back, which is yeah. the motto of Key West. That's yes. the official motto of Key West. Uh, J.T. Thompson came up with that in mm. 1982. And uh, the city of Key West adopted it. Uh, so I found uh, this saying that's written on there is actually from a pirate tombstone from 1742 in Sussex, England. So that is how I thought it was really? ironic, and it fits the one human family. So it says, whatever your race is, or your color or creed, whatever your faith is, it's the same color we bleed. So may grace be your harbor and pride your true north. Let faith be your anchor and make love your home port. One human, one, one human, human family. family. Right. What a beautiful sentiment. And right there on a, a bottle of bourbon. So in you, Key West. In Key West. Yes. And I don't think, uh, you know, when you think. <laughs> to always think about badasses and stuff like that. You could be a badass and still be yep. accepting other people. That is a beautiful saying right and here. And that's called the pirate's prayer. That's a pir- pirate's prayer. Okay. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things like that. You got to watch right. out a pirate's prayer. There's right. a, the <laughs> Roman helmet. And, uh, the, okay. Now it's, it's all these nicknames for things like that. So the, I want to go over some, the, the people that stop here. What have you been seeing? People that have been uh, uh, we drinking bourbon. Of course, we have we have over fifty thousand followers on Facebook. 15, I saw that fifty five thousand, fifty five thousand pushing. Maybe even more. So we've got, and all of those are organic. We've never bought a single follower or any of those kind of things. These are real people that follow us from day one, and we get people that will. You don't seek have Pradeep from like, India following you and all that. All over the world, we get people. No, that, I mean, they hit us up and they're like, "We're coming. Where's your tasting room? We're coming down there." So we get uh-huh. people like those are the ones that come in that they already know what it is. They want to sample it. They love it. It's mm-hmm. like it's like uh, you know, just a, they like to hang out here. And then you get, obviously, the, the drunk people staggering around off of Duval Street that had no idea there was a whiskey tasting room here, but what the hell, free whiskey, <laughs> you know? I know the shame about that is they, they may have it in the back of their mind. They won't remember that. Right. You know, this yeah. is one of these things. This should be the first stop you make if you're going to try. Uh, if you're going to be tasting, 
tasting after you've had too much is it's fun, but it doesn't really expand your horizons because you don't even remember what you did then. Well, unless you look on Instagram or Facebook and see your yeah, picture. Yeah, you're right. There, you're and you're like, like oh, obviously I was at the whiskey tasting. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're one of those people that go out and post every time you go no, out. we post. So the people come in and oh, take okay. pictures of oh, them. We post good. them on our social media. Oh, okay. So we've got tons and tons of photos of people doing that. What were you going to say, Will? Yep. actual culture, learning the actual culture of how they sample the bourbon, and uh, just experiencing the different walks of life that come in has been a cool experience, and learning from the people who live in the, the bourbon culture uh, how deep and how, how, how the roots are in Kentucky with bourbon. Okay. It's kind of pretty amazing when you get someone from Kentucky come in. And we get tons of like this. It's, it's like amazing. if someone from Japan came in and they were eating sushi at your place in, in, in Key West. I mean, we've had, uh, I've, I used to work at a restaurant where we had Japanese people come in and eat sushi there because it's our local fish. You know what I mean? Right. So. And, they, and luckily when the bourbon people come in, I have 136 years of heritage in Kentucky. So it's really kind of hard to yeah. say anything about that. You know I mean? I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's great bourbon made in Kentucky, but there's also less than great bourbon made in Correct. Kentucky. I imagine there's good uh, that's, uh, what bourbon anything, made. that's what they think. Just because you make alcohol doesn't mean you know what you're I think doing. the one rule for bourbon is that it has to be made in the United States. In the United States. It cannot be made outside. I of mean, and so originally it was. I don't mean to be, be sacrilegious. I bet they can make it. it I bet you can make a decent one. Originally, outside. The, the specification required it, it to be made in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Yeah, here they come. Here they come. Uh, oh, these right, people. We're going to in. Yep. Oh, okay. Are you here to taste some bourbon? You are not? How about you? Don't pass it up. Where are you, where are you folks from? Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. It's bottled, it's bottled in Louisville, made in yep. Louisville. Yep. Okay. They're from Louisville and uh, Georgia. Where, where in Georgia? Warner Robins. Okay. Here we go. They're going to be trying it. I think you're going to be surprised. You're going to be very surprised. Yep. Not mine. This gentleman. I'm not. I'm not a gentleman. We're both Jim. And we're both Jim. He's a gentleman. Hey, you know what? Can I have a, a little taste of that? Yeah. I. Yeah. I noticed you said Louisville. It, it, uh, people from outside would say Louisville, and, and yours is the right way to say it. No, but say it the right way. Louisville. Okay, got it. Okay, I want to say Louisville. 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 Yeah. Hey, I think out of respect, you should try to pronounce it the way the people from that place do. Louisville. What do you think? Is that right? Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. 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 Well, I'm from Philadelphia. You said it right. You said it. You said it right. No way. You know what? I'm not. I can't even correct you. You just said it correctly. Oh my gosh. So yeah. All right. So. 
There we go. There's people experiencing. Let's hear it. Let's see it the first time. What do you think? Come on, man. This is one to be drank neat. Did you try it? Do you like rum? What do you drink? What is that? A Bloody Mary. You like oh, vodka? she drinks vodka. What do you want? Huh? She likes the vodka. She likes the vodka. What do you think? What? Well, this is all we have. Oh, that's all you have? Okay, go on, my God. Months. That's like the serum. <laughs> oh, you gave me some of that stuff? Yeah, yeah. That is okay, the, I am. Right right that is delicious vodka. Uh, when they get that vodka, when they release vodka. this vodka, you got to try Key West Smuggler Company Vodka. Yes. It this, is gonna be called, the uh, smoothest vodka I ever had. And it's going to be the Wreckers Blacklist Vodka. The re- oh, you're not going to say Key West? This is the Key West Smuggler Company. Oh, so Wreckers Blacklist. Wreckers Blacklist. Okay. Uh, Get so it? it was, yeah. So Key West was all about wrecking back in the day, you know. And we, So we have a... Where um, you put up those fake uh, lighthouses and shit like that? No, no, no. Wreckers, though. Ships would run aground. Well, that's so, what I mean. They run aground because they put up the fake fucking lighthouses oh, no, they, and draw they them in. They run because it's shallow and there was no navigation. Yeah, I know, but they, 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 yeah, they, put the, they moved the navigational beacons. Oh. Did you oh, ever yeah. see the shipping news? Uh, no, I haven't seen that. The shipping news? Okay. What happened? You've got these guys. They're not exactly pirates. Yeah. They're wreckers. Right. And what they do is they move the navigational beacons around so um, they would bring them in closer in the shore. Yeah. And they say, well, the beacon's supposed to be here. And they dim the one. Oh, here we go. Okay. Did you get a picture? What do you guys think? Oh, well. What do you think, though, I'm at? Everybody in? Yeah. It's. It's like when you, someone makes a cheesesteak down here, and it's the, you know they're like, from oh, someone's man. from Philadelphia, and they go, "This is pretty good. It's pretty good." Uh, I think I've that's the thing. You know, we have we have lobster rolls here from Boston. Yes, right. And we have uh, Philly cheesesteaks here from Philly. We've got New York pizza from New York. So that's one. Well, Angelina's. I always like the pizza. And Big John's. He's from New York. Big John's. Oh, where's Big John's? Uh, it's out on Roosevelt. Oh, they, they I've never been there. I used to ride my bike down here, but I always have a... I actually did a little tipsy-turvy thing on the bike right there. <laughs> exactly. Going for Angelini's because they had the big New York-style pizza. They had that fucking Amazing. 20-inch whatever size pizza, the big wow. slice, where if you have like three slices, that's like equal to a large pizza someplace right. else. You get a T-shirt or something if you eat three slices? No, they don't give you, they don't oh, give okay. you a T-shirt. Not like you, you gave me a T-shirt and I drank something. But you know what? I... I'm going to drink the rest of this, and that's it. So, we were at. What is your hopes from now? You're you're doing a bourbon. You're going to in November. You're going to be introducing the vodka. Vodka. What are we going to be doing? And then the after that, we've got a straight vodka that's coming out in January. That uh, will be the first straight vodka that has the Terrapure finishing on it. And then um, I explain what what that is. It's two year aged. So okay. it's a two-year aged uh, bourbon whiskey. That that's what qualifies it to be a straight uh-huh. bourbon. And then we're going to use the terrapure process for the finishing on it. Okay. So then we'll have a six-year uh, equivalently aged uh, whiskey, wow. but in two years. That'd be great. 
I'll tell so you. So excited about that. And then we have, I was telling you about the wreckers uh, aspect of it. So there's a wrecking, was, wrecking and fishing was how people in Key West made money in the 1700s and 1800s. So you had to be licensed to be a wrecker. So there was a movie. There was a movie out in the 30s called Reap the Wild. Uh, 30s and 40s called Reap the Wild Wind. It was Ray Milland and uh, John Wayne. It oh, took wow. place. It was it was uh, placed in Key West. Mm-hmm. And John Wayne was a captain. Ray Milland was like a lawyer and it's tough. It was the 1800s. Yeah. And it's all about wreckers, right? About recovering these ships, yep. and it was about exactly. how some of these people wrecked the ships on purpose and were recover the cargo. Right. And stuff like that. So the, would, so the blacklist yeah. is a list of the people who were not allowed to have a wrecker's license. It was the, they were blacklisted from having a wrecker's license. Why did they have a, so this, a blacklist? This was, this was the bad boys of the bad boys because they uh, like. So the number one not, name on the list is Temple Pent, who comes from a very prominent family here in Key West, and yeah. he was uh, blacklisted for collusion. Uh, so, like, one one guy on there had knocked the mast off of another ship. So, they're racing out there. That's why they call it wreckers races, because mm-hmm. these guys would literally race like NASCAR teams out to the wreck, because whoever got yeah. there first owned the wreck. So, they would try to sabotage each other on the way out. Uh, so, if you did a, you sabotage somebody or colluded yeah. with somebody said, hey, you and I are going to get together, and, and we're going to block these other guys from getting out there oh, kind fuck. of thing, you that. could lose your license. So it's a one-page the ultimate cock blocking handwritten, I saw, uh, handwritten document. The ultimate cock blocking yeah. when you come so into that's, something. That's like the, there's words plus the show. Yes, I the, can say the, that. The records blacklist. Blacklist. Okay, guy would knock the mask off and stuff like that. That is yep. that. You get that, blacklisted. And if is, you don't have a records license, that's your livelihood. You're done. You know? That is that is cock blocking. Exactly. Yeah. So when you do that, oh, we're at 41 minutes. We did the show, man. Uh-huh. Um, we you want to talk are, about where we're going next. Nope. You know why? Because we're going to be there the next time, and we're going to go and talk about that next time. Okay. Because it doesn't it doesn't matter. Okay. Because we're going to be there and doing it. But we what we should talk about once again is uh, we're at Key West Smugglers. How are you? Thank you very much. United States Post Office showing up doing their job. Great. Um, Key West Smuggler Company Bourbon Whiskey. I'm here with Jim Martin. Uh, It's at six two seven Eaton Street in Key West. Two blocks up from Tuval. Uh, when you're down here, this is a place to stop by and uh, do some tasting. You can try the great bourbon whiskey, something to bring back to your family that actually would, you could be able to keep. And uh, follow some. You could bring cra- you could bring crabs back. Oh yeah. Oh, you could bring crabs back. You can bring crabs back, and in many different ways. Not the good crabs. Now you can. Yeah, you can bring stone crabs. You can bring. Um, what is not a big crab? Uh, it's almost uh, or lobster, spiny lobster, or. Pant crabs, or yeah, or or the kind of crabs that um, well, now pubic lice, pubic That's lice, a, pubic lice. Um, so you get that anywhere in any tourist destination because we're in the tropics, so they abound. Uh, I'd like to thank Jim Martin and Will. He's very he's an exuberant employee. Once you meet him yes. and stuff like that, he's really bought into this stuff. Look at him doing, he's selling this stuff. Uh, so, and also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at yes. US Smuggler. Yes. And the website is keywestsmuggler.com. And while we're, while we're here, I would like to thank um, the uh, uh, Southwinds South Hotel. Southwinds Hotel, Dave, Dave over yeah, there. Yep, yeah, Dave over there. We're going to... Uh, um, the the two Daves. There's the manager Dave, and then there's Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave's going to meet us tonight. Oh, good. Diamond Dave's going to come over tonight and talk to us. Oh, yeah, is there a dog over we're there? cat calling. What? We've got a cat calling in off the street. There's a cat? Okay. Oh. That... 
One of those uh, Key West cats, right? No, no, no. It's, uh, so it's right for everyone two years, and then we use the character process that ages it four more years. Yep. So it's straight for everyone where you want to two years. A lot of technicalities. Yes, it's interesting. We're going to be back. We're going to do another show today, and we're going to do, I think we're going to be doing other shows down here on a regular basis. We're looking forward to do that. We've got a lot of places. Yeah, we've got a lot of places to go and visit. I'm going to be here with Jim Martin. I think he's going to make an excellent uh, co-host down here. Uh, I just got to watch the amount of bourbon I drink here. Boy. That was no, 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 no. I oh, just put that I down. We want to watch no, 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 down here. no, 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 no. I got to watch the amount of bourbon that I drink it down here while we're doing the podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. The amount of bourbon. Remember, yeah, come down. <laughs> no, it's not the hangover. It's got to do another show. I got to do another show, so I don't want to be all sloppy when I do it. He's bartender. Yes. So, and thank you. I, I hope you guys have a great time down here. Where are you heading to after this? You're staying down in town. We headed to Wall Street. Yeah, we're going to be at Irish Kevin's tonight. Irish Kevin's tonight. Yeah, come in. Yeah, Irish Kevin's. Have you been to the Key West Butterfly Conservatory? There are coupons over there. See where it says Key West Butterfly? It's two dollars off. It's one of the coolest things on the island. Yep. There's a lot of things to do at sunset. You go to Mallory Square. Sunset celebration. Some good time. You sit right there halfway down on the Got a lot of uh, shows going on. Yes, and each one of those is a coupon, so how many people are going to $2 off on each one? Yep. You got the hog's breath, got everything there. Well, once again, I'd like to thank you, Jim Martin. We're going to be doing another show here. Um, This is Jim the Keys Bartender signing off. Take care. (laughs) 